Hey, history fans, here's a rerun for today, brought to you by Tracy V. Wilson. We hope it makes previous episodes for this date easier to find in the feed. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and I'd like to thank Christopher Hasiotis for filling in for me for the previous seven episodes. Today is December 17th, and December 17th marks the beginning of Saturnalia, although we don't know exactly what year the ancient Romans observed Saturnalia for the first time. This was, though, a very popular Roman holiday honoring the god Saturn. It was probably the most popular of all the Roman festivals, And one of the things that Saturn was associated with was agriculture, both sowing and harvesting. And this festival happened at the end of the autumn harvest and the beginning of the winter planting cycle. Originally, this was just a single day observance on the 17th. And by the reign of Emperor Augustus, which lasted from 27 BCE until he died in 14 CE, it had become a two-day event. People had been celebrating it at that point for at least 200 years. Over time, Saturnalia got longer and longer and more elaborate. It started overlapping the winter solstice. It was lasting for seven entire days, although some emperors tried to rein it in a little bit, cut it down to maybe a more manageable five days instead of seven This was not just a time for drinking and feasting. People shut down their businesses, including for this entire seven-day stretch. They took a break from all their work. Various codes of proper behavior became more and more relaxed. For example, people were allowed to gamble, which wasn't acceptable in a lot of other circumstances. Enslaved people were temporarily given more freedoms. And some folks have made connections to today's observances of Mardi Gras in terms of what the atmosphere was like. There was a lot of partying and revelry. At the end of this festival, there was also a presentation of gifts, usually of candles and of wax figures and wax models of fruit. People also decorated their homes with greenery. The statue of Saturn in his temple in Rome was typically bound with woolen rope, but during Saturnalia, those bonds would be cut during the festival. Saturnalia continued to be observed after the Emperor Constantine converted to Christianity, which happened in the year 312. That made the Roman Empire at least officially a Christian empire. But pagan religions did continue to be observed, and pagan observances continued to happen. So for a time, Christian holidays and pagan holidays and and festivals were really being observed at the same time. So a lot of people point to Saturnalia as the origin point for Christmas in the Western church, and including both the date that it's celebrated and some of the traditions involved in celebrating it. And this, I mean, it makes a lot of logical sense. Saturnalia and Christmas were both being observed in the Roman Empire because of the shifting of Saturnalia and the lengthening of it that put it right up against December 25th. But there were also other pagan celebrations happening on the 25th of December as well, some of them with closer parallels to Christianity than Saturnalia had. The Roman civic holiday of Sol Invicta was also observed on December 25th, and the cult of Mithras celebrated the birth of their god on December 25th, 
And the story of the birth of Mithras has a lot of parallels to the story of the birth of Jesus Christ. So while Saturnalia may have had some influence on the timing of Christmas or some Christmas traditions, especially in the Western church, it's also really likely that other celebrations happening in the early centuries of the religion played their own part as well. You can learn a little bit more about Saturnalia in the December 23rd, 2009 episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class. Thanks very much to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show. You can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever else you get your podcasts. You can tune in tomorrow for a discovery, if you could call it that. <laughs>